Hello and welcome to Origin Gate Wisdom's Echo Daily Podcast. My name's Jane Schroeder. I'm just going to share a couple of things that have been on my heart the last couple of days. I've been pondering about faith and hope and trust in this unusual time and season with all the different conflicts that have been going on and we're coming out of in the United Kingdom, the COVID situation. And one very particular man that I absolutely love, who was known for his faith, is Smith Wigglesworth. Let's have a little bit of a look at the background, his bio. Smith Wigglesworth was born in 1859 in England to a poor family. At the age, the young age of eight years old, he gave his life to Jesus Christ. When he was 23 years of age, he married Polly Featherstone. And at the time when he married Polly, she was a fiery preacher with the Salvation Army. Before Smith Wigglesworth abandoned his daily job, to, be, to become a full-time minister, he was a plumber, an everyday plumber. His wife, Polly, was physically healed at a meeting at the start of Smith Wigglesworth's journey of being a faith healer that propelled him into his full-time ministry. And I just absolutely love some of the quotes. He's known for some incredible quotes and I'm just going to share a few with you. Just drink it in and enjoy it. When we come to a place of the impossibilities, it is the greatest place for us to see the possibilities of God. God never intended his people to be ordinary or to be commonplace. His intentions were that they should be on fire for him, for Jesus Christ, Yahweh, Hakadesh, Holy Spirit, conscious of his divine power, realising the glory of the cross that foreshadows the crown. He is so known in history one of those unusual people who exemplifies the principle that God uses ordinary people like you and me to accomplish extraordinary things for his Yahweh, Yehovah, Adonai Elohim, our Lord, God, majestic for his purposes. Wow, for the interaction of the one, of the oneness in the face, in the kiss of the bliss, the kiss being that uh, morphing into one another, morphing into the face of Yeshua. Let's have a little bit more about faith. And we all know the scripture in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 to 2. I'm going to start with the Passion Translation. Now faith brings our hopes into reality. 
and because the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for, it is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. This testimony of faith is what previous generations of forefathers were commanded for, commended for. Faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's words. He spoke the invisible realm, gave birth to all that is seen. There's a lot in that verse and that translation, the passion's beautiful. Evidence required to prove what is still unseen, what is to come, that faith and trust in Yahweh. The empowerment of the creation of the universe that coordinates with the power of God's word, Ruach, breath as we breathe things into being, as we speak things, as we speak matter, we form things into creation. Where does our speech go when we say things around us? Is it carried on the wind? Does it go out through the north of Scotland where I live, to the south, down to the east, across the coast, into Europe, right across the seas? What are we creating? with our tongue and our words. What is stirring in our heart of compassion and trust and hope and faith? One version says, what is faith? It is the confidence, assurance that something we want is going to happen. It is certainly that what we hope for is waiting for us, even though we cannot see it up ahead. Oh, I love that. That is so good. Another version. Trusting is being confident of what we hope for, convinced about things we do not see. Now, faith is assurance, not just trusting and confidence, of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. The message translation says beautifully. And so often we need to be reminded, what do we believe? Who are we trusting in? What is our hope and glory in Yeshua? Jesus Christ. Wow. The fundamental fact of existence is that trust in God. Wow. This faith is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle of what we can see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors, set them above the crowd. Oh, that is incredible. Wow. Let's just read one more version. Now faith, the King James says, is the substance, substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's so beautiful because it talks about in Hebrews eleven fifteen, by faith Enoch was taken away 
caught up, translated, removed, transported. Hmm, where was he transported? Where did he go? Did he go in and out, up and down? Jacob's ladder, the entwining DNA. In and out of heaven. One heaven, two heavens, heavens above heavens. Or the depths of the deepness of God himself. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Over the years, I've experienced faith on many occasions, particularly on some of my mission trips, where you sure need some faith of some of the places that we've been. Deep, deep, deep in the heart of the slums of India, through all the little war rabbit warren um, passageways, deep, deep, deep into places I would not know how to get out of where faith and trust. And you pray for the children that are sat in the streets that are suffering from really bad tummy ache or they might have had um, a diarrhoea infection all day and they're sat on the grid and they're crying. And you swoop them up in a blanket and love on them and cuddle them and give them a cup of water. Wow, and you wipe away their tears. It's beautiful. But it's also... A journey of faith and trust in Yahweh. Oh my goodness, so beautiful. Lots of memories flooding back. One of my biggest challenges of faith was when I found out I had an illness. I didn't realise I was unwell until I had to go for a general checkup at the doctor's. I hadn't been married long. I wasn't even thinking about having a family or children or it just wasn't really on my radar. I met my husband at least ooh, nine or ten years previous and we, we'd been friends. We'd courted on and off and then we, we, I'd moved away and worked away and then I came back. But I always loved him and he always loved me but it just wasn't the right timing. And we had a result of a test that was pretty serious and could have been much worse than it turned out. So we decided to have some treatment and the treatment wasn't really a treatment that I really wanted to have because I knew it could uh, limit my risk of having a baby in the future, not that I was planning on a family at the time. And I happened to be a mobile hairdresser and visit this lady's house. And while I was there, she just asked if she could pray with me with her 15-year-old daughter at the end of our hairdressing. I was doing her perm on her hair and she was beginning to worry in case I left the rollers in too long and it went frizzy. In those days, we put loads of perms, long hair, really tight perms. And the presence of Holy Spirit was so strong on this young girl and her mum, I began to weep and cry. So the hair was fine. We took the perm girlers out. I cried through the whole process. And so they sat and they held my hands in their three-storey top loft. And we waited. And I visibly felt, even though I love God and I'd given my life to Jesus at 14 years of age, I felt like a tingling go up and down my arm and I knew that it was some form of feeling the presence. They called it at that moment, the baptism of Holy Spirit. And it wasn't long after that I began to get these unusual words, which I now know were speaking in tongues. My private language between me and Yahweh and Yeshua. 
and Holy Spirit. Well, not long after that, I became very tired and a little bit weak. So after about five months of feeling like this, I popped to see my sister who had a young baby girl, beautiful, our first grandbaby. And she said, straight away from me, you look very pale, are you okay? I said, I'm okay. She said, do you think you're pregnant? I said, no, I can't be. So of course we did a pregnancy test and I was well into my pregnancy. It was a shock and a surprise as I lived in a derelict house. It was a building site. <laughs> but the going gets tough, the tough gets going. And I was strong and fit and healthy. And we gave birth to beautiful Sam, £9.5, big baby. And he was fit and healthy and beautiful. He was gorgeous and I had a very good um, pregnancy. But the whole time, I thanked Yahweh because I will never forget the words of the doctor and the specialist after my treatments. They said, it'd be very unusual if you ever get pregnant. But of course, that day in that top loft when I prayed and the Holy Spirit was very tangible and present around me. Within a couple of weeks, we met up with my long-term best friend now. I'll honour on here today, Rona Scott. I went to visit her. Within minutes, we sat cross-legged on the floor and we began to pray. I don't remember a lot about it. It went on for hours. But we began to see, like, um, a vegetable flowering and growing and getting bigger. And as they laid hands and hovered over my tummy and just prayed generational stuff that Yahweh showed them, going back a bloodline cleansing on my maternal and paternal side, this vision that I had of this vegetable flowering and growing with like tumours and, and roots to it shrank and died. And we knew that day I was healed. So I trotted off to the specialist and he was like, no, it's gone. Nothing. He could not believe it. You'll have to come back in three months. More tests? No. Clear. Interesting. That must have been 32 years ago. Thank you, Yahweh. So, faith is substance. Things hoped for, the unseen, of things we trust to come. I bless you with faith, with strength, hope, trust. Hallelujah. Have the most awesome day.